good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you are listening. Folks, thank you very, very much for listening today. Today is the 15th of November, year of our Lord, 2021. Welcome to yet another edition of the Bun and Cardigan Show. I'm, of course, joined by the on-again, off-again man who wears the cardigan, James Edwards III of The Athletic, who does not have a story coming out uh, at the day of this release, Monday, because he dropped it early in a question-and-answer segment with Killian Hayes. And you can go read that on The Athletic right now. Uh, had to release it early because Killian played too well. The timing was too good. James, I have yes. one gripe. One what? gripe about your Q and A's. Yeah, all of I them. Ju- all of them. They're all they're in because in it's not your fault. Okay. I wish they were longer. Yeah, it's a it's a combination of time condensing uh, the thing. I'm sure. Not even that. Like I try to get everything we I asked and he answered in there. It's more so like time. So most of the time when we get now that there's we don't go uh the, now that there's not open locker room pre and post game really the only time we get with the guys is shoot arounds before games in the mornings and practice and most of the time they're being rushed out most yeah. of the time they're lingering after practice doing extra shooting stuff and then the bus is going to leave and so it's like it's really hard to get like 15 20 minutes with a guy Sure. Um, unless you're I, like asking him like, Hey, can we go grab dinner and do it this right. way? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I was like, cause usually they're like a five or so minute read. Is that basically the extent of like how long the conversation actually was too? For the most part, like the Killian one was like six minutes. Gotcha. Um, okay. And I, and sometimes it's like, I know he's not the greatest talker right now, but it's also like not everything needs to be like super in depth. Some stuff is like fun. Like you're sitting there with your morning coffee. Like I'm hoping people right now, if they're listening to the pod, like if they missed the Q and A because it dropped over the weekend, like grab your coffee and you get to learn about Killian Hayes's love for soccer and how he couldn't watch NBA games as a kid. Like it's just that was cool. To it's me. just quick. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just yeah. Just quick. I don't know. I like to. Uh, I always have been a fan of Q and A's. Um, like as a consumer, so. I don't know. I, I don't think everything needs to be super in depth, but I wish there are times when I wish I had like 15, 20 minutes as opposed to five, 10. Is there a question that you are tired of answering because it, you almost have to do it in this obligatory, I'm doing a Q&A with an NBA player or somebody of importance that I have to ask this, but you're just tired of asking it? I have no, one of those questions. No, not really. Just because it, it, the Q&A kind of varies. Per, per, like me and Killian really didn't even talk about basketball like if I, if we could have got to it i would have talked to him more about like playing off the ball um yeah. and stuff yeah. like that but people know we write about that stuff all the time like i people know people have been following killian for the last year but nobody really knew a lot about him you know yeah. what i mean so it just yeah. varies by person for sure um i have to kick off the show uh the return I don't think we've ever played this. I'm sure we've played some variants of it before. We are going yeah. to be debuting a new segment today, James. Let's do it. Are we going to keep this segment? Is my uh, mic sounding okay? Yeah, you sound great. Okay. Uh, this segment, yeah, actually, sure. Um, it is called, do you want to play fact or fiction? Or uh, it's another segment called uh, that dude or just some guy? Which one do you want to play first? Ooh. Let's say if the... the that dude won last. Let's do fact cool. or fiction. Good, because that was how I was hoping that this pacing would go. I wanted to do fact or fiction first, but I wanted to give you the option. Now our listeners have to sit in anticipation for that dun, dude dun, dun. or just some guy coming later in the show. <laughs> I love uh, that. Fact or fiction. It's exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to give you a statement, and you have to say from your own perspective, is that true or is it not true? Okay. Uh, 
maybe could come up with a snappier name. But here's let me give you a take. Let me tell you something about about being in the business now that I'm learning. If you have a segment, right? You're starting your mic sounds fine. Stop messing with it. You sound when great. When I talk, it's not as loud on the radar as it usually is. That's why it's scaring me. You sound okay. great. Stop fidgeting with it. Okay. You're going to break something. Sorry. You're going to leave me in post-production to fix your mistakes. Stop <laughs> touching stuff. All right, I'm All done. Right. What I've learned, not every segment needs a snappy name. Sometimes it just is what it is and just move on. Because if you try too hard, it comes off as really lame. So Factor Fiction is here. The first one I want to give you is uh, Troy Weaver has to accept the fact that he uh, poorly constructed a roster this season. Factor Fiction. 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 Okay. Some would disagree. I'm, I'm just... I know I I'm get just, that. I'm, I'm going off of what we see on reddit and on twitter yeah, yeah. I, I, would people disagree if sadiq was shooting league average uh kelly was shooting league average frank was shooting league average and uh who else am i missing that usually shoots well i feel like i'm missing one more i mean like guys are just shooting poorly like guys that shoot well shooting poorly like i think yeah. people have a different perception if if the guys you expected to hit shots were hitting shots we all saw the stat muse thing the metric the graphic that they showed of like the pistons as a team are shooting a team low since the lowest that a team has shot since like 1960 and that was yeah and that was prior to the raptors game when they somehow uh transformed into the 2021 jazz almost blew it uh in the third quarter i'm not kidding i started i i started to turn it off when in five minutes Cade looked like he tweaked his ankle kill had his hand messed up and then isaiah i don't i'm already forgetting what happened to isaiah but I was like, cool. So I have no reason to watch this team for ever for a while. Then <laughs> I was, I'm dead serious. If Cade yeah, and Killian are playing, tweet. I'm, de- I can't, I can't do that again. Especially after the game that Killian was having, it was going to hurt so bad if that, if his hand actually got properly messed up. Which he was, he is he fine? Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he said after the game, he knows, like it's just part of it. It's a hand. It's going to get hit, and he cool. just has to play through it. Uh, he had some good quotes actually following that game. That was probably his better. His better quote game. He's like, everybody in this team can hoop. Sure. Can all hoop. Uh, he had some good quotes. We will get to the Killian stuff in a little bit. Uh, so that was fiction. James said that the roster uh, composition is not a problem, and it's just the fact that they're not hitting shots. Okay, fiction. Well, uh, sorry. It also depends on what you're trying to get from your experience as a fan. Like, again, sure. we've talked about if you think this team's supposed to win – uh, then I'm sure you're probably not happy with it. But then, yeah, they're not I, constructed very I, well. I've been saying for months that this team wasn't going to win very many games. Sure. Um, okay, fiction. Here's another one for you. Uh, Dwayne Casey is no longer ahead of any sort of developmental curve, and we need a new head coach. Gosh, I just got my Pistons uh, front office cape on. Fiction. Let's Let's get into this. I understand if people are frustrated at times with the rotations, whatever it may be. Uh, we, we can agree to disagree. People have their opinion. I get why people may be upset. I just want to say, and I say this a lot on this pod, like, relax. I think one thing that people – it's such instant gratification and people want changes so quick – but you guys have to remember that Casey just got his full team two weeks ago. So for two weeks, which isn't that long of a time, it, it, it is in 2021 in the social media world. It's a, it's a, it's 
20 years. That might as well have been. Yeah, I might not have even been alive two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in actual human world, two weeks isn't that long. And so he got his full team. He had a rotation going into mine, going into the season. He let it play out. He thought guys would shoot better. They didn't. He gave the guys who weren't shooting well time to get it together. They didn't. So after two weeks, I mean, people are on Twitter saying it's because they played the Raptors. He made that's not it. They came off. <laughs> well, their he worst. does care about that game way more. Like he cares about that game. Yeah, I sure. think. I think it was important though in in the grand scheme that they turned it around after. Yes. I, I think the the reason you saw a change is because of how bad they played the night before when they got stomped by Cleveland. Let me, let me say this about Cleveland, that was, though. That was the culmination of, okay, now this clearly isn't working, so let me change something. He changed something. Remember, two weeks after he started something, and it worked. I, I just think people need to relax and, and give people time to, to figure things out. Do you want to talk a little bit about what I was going to say? Cleveland is good this year. I remember we said it around the, this same time. We last say it year. every year with Cleveland. They start but, like eight and six every year. But I'm telling you, this this Cavs team, I think, actually looks like they are trending towards pretty decent. Yes. Uh, but you talk about the Cleveland loss and then switching something going into the Toronto game. Do you want to talk about what you saw differently that actually worked against Toronto and what how other stuff didn't uh, versus how it didn't work um, against other teams? Yeah, well, first and foremost, they hit shots. So you hit 15 of 35 from three, you're going to have a, a chance in any ball game. Uh, there was the first game all year where the Pistons, it felt like the Pistons were trading buckets with the team. Mm-hmm. That was also shooting well. So that, that's first and foremost. Shots were going in, and everything looks better, and everything feels better if you're a fan when shots go in. But what I, I like that Dwayne did is the all-bench unit wasn't working. He gave it two weeks. He let it try to iron itself out. It didn't. And he changed it up. So you saw Sadiq come out pretty quick into the first quarter, I think five minutes in. Sadiq's usually the last one to come out. Yeah. Uh, there was no all-bench unit at all. There was always two – it felt like always two or three starters. Yep. Um, I th- And then I, I thought that was great. And it's not like – I don't know. Like, I don't think he should be like – I don't think everybody should make it a big deal about it because it's two weeks in t- since Cade came back and he had his whole team. Like, it takes time to figure out what's going to work. Like, he – that's what coaches do they examine they're not in a rush with this team they examine and then they they make changes and he made changes and they worked um and then I also liked him bringing in Corey Joseph um this wasn't a popular take because right now Corey Joseph is the most uh, to the fans the like most hated guy in Detroit even though he's like the nicest guy um but I get it because he's that's what he's doing for your on the court he was not playing well, but Cade made a turnover late in the fourth with the game on the line, and instead of taking Cade and Killian out, yeah, which I thought was like a great move because they got to get this experience anyway, and, they, and Killian was playing well, and you need Cade to have that experience, and it paid off because he hit some big shots. He took Josh Jackson out, who was having a good game, but he's not as important to the future of the franchise as the two guards are. Yes. And he put Kojo in with them to help them kind of relieve pressure, bring the ball up, just have a steady veteran presence. And I and I think that paid off too. So, um, again, I, I think – I mean, Dwayne coached a great game in Toronto. Um, I think he's coached good games prior to this. Just the team hasn't hit shots. Um, but also last night, credit to the team for putting the ball in the basket. That ultimately, that's, that's why they walked away with the win. It uh, – I mean, yeah, I, I got you. Knocked that one out of the park. 
Yeah, I was gonna add, I, I was gonna add my I was gonna add my thoughts, but I feel like we should just move on to the next fact or fiction. So Dwayne Casey's yeah, fine. fine. Yeah, I just want I just wanted, to, and I understand people can have their opinion. I'm not saying don't have your opinions, and there might be something you don't like with a player or a coach's decision. But remember, two weeks. Like let it's it's like the thing with Killian. We're going to talk about Killian eventually. Sure. Everyone was freaking out. Now everybody in Detroit loves Killian. Yes. He's shooting 43% from three. Like, just give things time before you make overarching, sweeping opinions about things. Let things play out. It's – I miss the 90s, the early 2000s, <laughs> when there was no social media and everybody was, was patient. They had to watch their favorite TV show. They had to wait every week to watch their favorite TV show instead of binge it. You would have thrived on the beat 30 years ago. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, the Bun and Cardigan Show, telling listeners how they should be feeling since January 2021. <laughs> I hate that because people like always go come at us like, don't tell me how to feel, fan. I'm sorry. I'm just saying let things play out. Fact or fiction? This is our last one before we move on. Am I picking? Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like truth or truth. <laughs> no. Fact or fiction? Hamadou Diallo will not be a Detroit Piston in six months. You want me to do this one for you? Fact. Yeah. Cool. Fact. You want me to move on? No. I mean, simply, he's not in the rotation. Do we want to talk about the six foot ten inch uh, hole in the wall that is uh, directionally coming from Sacramento? That's where the draft is coming from. There's a weird wind <laughs> from from out west. Do we want to talk about that, or do yeah, we? Yeah, wanna... we could talk about it. Cool. Do it. Do the trade? Yes. But I would yeah, I, I know happen. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannot happen until December 15th um, because we uh, signed Hamadou in the offseason. Same thing with, like, Trey Lyles. Yep. Right? And um, Frank. And Frank and Kelly, but we're not trading Kelly or – well, I mean, Somebody know. talked to me – somebody said something to me today. If Sacramento's like, yeah, we're trying to make the playoffs and we could use – if he was healthy and we need, like, a veteran presence, would you swap Olenek for Bagley? I mean, Bagley's the so, type of guy where the Pistons are in the rebuild. Like, that's the type of guy you take a swing on yes. from a basketball perspective. I don't know. You hear things about the personality and if that meshes with what Detroit's doing. I'm talking about strictly basketball. Yes. It's a talented guy who was the number two pick a few years ago. I think that Marvin Bagley is not the prototypical Troy Weaver guy, but I think that he could be prototypically Detroit. And I think that it makes sense. What I, on like the Hamadou thing, because I've been a proponent of getting Bagley on, A, a different basketball team for a while, and B, in Detroit for like a year and a half. Like, I've wanted this for – I'm pretty sure you've I wanted was, Marvin in Detroit, Harry Giles in Detroit, Rashawn Holmes in De- – like, you're just – bring this Detroit uh, – or Sacramento Midwest. That's what you want. I like, I like the Kings so much I moved out here just to, just to, <laughs> to talk be closer. about them even more. Just to be closer to them. Uh, no, but I like it. I think he is – one of the things that because people know him as like this kind of shifty big who can kind of stretch a little bit, but man, he is really talented when he plays with his back to the basket. And I think yeah, he's, he's got he's, skills. He, he's quick twitched. Um, he's got bounce, great lob threat defensively. You know, I think he's a shot blocker, but that's kind of all that you're going to get out of him. So maybe not prototypically Detroit. Um, with the Hamadou thing, remember how? And I've been saying this for months. I was like my whole like off season thing. I don't know why I started doing it, but I kept being like, we are like 
saying that Troy Weaver is perfect too much. And I love Troy Weaver, and I think he's the best thing that has happened to the Pistons in a very, very long time. But I kept saying, like, he's going to mess up eventually, and I feel like we just have to wait for that. Did not think the Hamadou trade would be that. Didn't didn't think that would be his first whoops-a-daisies. But I will say, like, I don't think you're going to bring back Svi anyways. What was that trade? We didn't lose or gain any capital from that, did we? It was just Svi for, I think, uh, like a, a 2026 second or something like okay. that. Okay, okay. Um, I don't like, know. A late, yeah, a down I mean, the road it, second. Didn't do anything for Oklahoma City either because Svi's in Toronto now, and he's playing yeah. incredibly well for them. So it's just kind of like the first, like, oh, well, that was the thing that Troy Weaver did. It was super inconsequential, and it didn't matter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could look at it a few different ways. You could look at it like they made a trade where uh, the guy they gave away is doing what the team needs well, and he's young, and Svee, like they need shooting. And Hamadou's on the bench. But you could also look at it like Troy signed Josh and Frank, who have outplayed Hamadou. Yes, yeah. So, I mean... That's why I mean it's inconsequential. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah, it's, it's not it like, like I like wouldn't a, call it a whoopsie daisy. I just I, sure. I, th- I think for that price, you would bring Hamadou back and see if he could beat out whoever and, and earn a spot. And it's still not too late. Injuries happen. You never know. And yeah, and that's the thing is because when he does play, it like this is remember, like I think it was like two weeks ago. I was like, I know how this sounds, but when it works with Hamadou, I get it. Like I yeah. really, really get it. Yeah. Uh, and we don't need to go into like how good he is again or how good he can be rather. Uh, but the the Bagley thing, sure, dude. Whatever. I think it would have to, for like the money to work. It would have to be Hamadou and Lyles. Cool. For Who's Bagley, a, who would object to that? You know. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. Well, Sacramento, maybe. I almost said Miles Davis. Who is the Monty McNair? <laughs> Monty McNair may object Shout to, to that Miles one. Davis. I yeah, guess. maybe, but I don't know. He might have slim pickings at this point. Yeah, because he's gonna walk anyway. You're not getting Bagley back. But then you got to pay Marvin Bagley. What are you giving him? You don't have to pay Marvin Beckley if it doesn't work out. It's not like you gave up a bunch. That's true. Plus, they're similarly aligned because neither of them want to check into a basketball game. <laughs> you got anything on that? What the hell happened? So I didn't see – so uh, disclaimer, that I was checked out at that point <laughs> in the game. Like I'm I'm on the phone – I'm on, on the phone, on the computer – Looking up occasionally, trying to get work done so I don't have anything to do after the game so I could just wake up and go to my flight. I didn't see it in live. And then after interviews, I saw Twitter and I saw people talking about it. Um, for me, from my point of view, we didn't, we haven't had a practice since then, so we haven't asked Dwayne. And now at this point, it's kind of irrelevant. But um, it looked like well, Dwayne, I mean – at the end of the day, it's the 11th guy on the team. I mean, considering it's the first any sort of dust-up that we've had as an organization, even as small as it was, it in was public, still... I guess. Fair. Yeah. Sure, yeah. that's fair. But it, I guess that even that adds more validity to it, though, that, like, you know... But it, anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, to me, it just looked like Dwayne told him to get in in garbage time. Uh, Hamadou didn't get up with the urgency that Dwayne liked. Um it looked like something was said as he walked by and Dwayne didn't like it. And he told him to sit back down hmm. and that was, and that was it. I mean, when I see the video, it definitely looks like Hami was taking his time to get up. Like he didn't want to must've said something walking by like, Oh, now you put me in something like that. I mean, it, I don't know. It could have been, um, yeah, it was, uh, I guess in a season at, to that point and wasn't very, uh, 
exciting. I, I could see why people were it's something to talk uh, very about. Very TMZ-ish ah. about it. Yeah, yeah. At, at the end of the day, it's uh, the fifteenth man, and who wanted to come to Detroit and play, and he just hasn't beaten out guys. I I don't know. It wasn't that big a deal to me. Speaking of fifteenth like, man, yeah, I'm gonna say something. Uh, I am a proponent of something that uh, you detest. Uh oh. I, I was on a walk about the dunk 45 team? minutes ago. Oh, okay. And I was like, you know what? It's time. I was listening to uh, the uh, ethics podcast, Katie's show, with, uh, and I just had, was having a little thought. You and I agree that if you are a second league or second year player and you're lighting it up in the G League, that's what you are expecting is going to happen. But when you put up 240 balls in a week, it's time to come home. <laughs> and when the guy who's in front of you is stinking, and I love Corey Joseph. And you've helped me humanize him as a person, too, which is a big part of it that is, isn't there for a lot of people because, you know, all you see is quotes and, and game film. Right. Give Saban the damn ball. I'm there. I'm there. Because he's not just putting up 20 and it's like, oh, so you're a G League player. No, he's putting up 40. And he's getting to his spots. He's pulling up. He's going to the rim. He's making all these passes. And I'm just kind of like, all right. Why don't we like since he's lighting it up right now? I don't know. Just seems like maybe yeah. A good no, time I, to do I that. get that. I guess this is how I would look at it. Um, there's no rush again, and you are getting a guy who didn't have much confidence offensively to this point in his career, overproducing confidence at this point. So if he goes to the G League and just completely dominates and dominates and dominates. He's feeling good about himself when he does get that call up. Yeah, um, right. I think just let him continue to go over there and dominate, build the confidence, continue to shoot well. I think obviously he's put up big numbers, but like if he does this for like multiple weeks, then then there's something that's. I just people. I don't know if when Saban Lee enters the NBA game next, it's going to look much different than the last time he left an NBA game just because he put up 40 in the G League. You know what I mean? Like, I don't th- – did he get that much better in two weeks? Well, so here's what you're thing. saying. I no, think he's just overqualified point. for the G League, and now he's building confidence. So when he steps into an NBA floor, maybe there's a little swagger, a different sure. swagger about him. Yeah. So you're saying instead of just waiting a week when he lights it up, and, you know, you don't want it to be this sort of air of Saban sanity – and you hey just yeah, hey uh, you just want to maybe do this for a few more weeks to make sure. Okay, yeah, like he's hot, hot right now. That's what you want. Yeah, build confidence. Let him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I think. Okay. I, I I guess I just look at it like this. I and the idea that I get from the fans is that they think he's gonna come back to the league and he's just ready to go. Like I don't. Did somebody really get that much better in two weeks? No. I think you know what I mean. Like I don't yeah. think he's like we're looking at a guy who's going to come and get twenty every night now. Like you might be on a heater and have a game or two. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I, sure. I just think the most important thing is to build confidence, and that's what the G League's for. Every Dwayne and them knew he was overqualified for it when they sent him there, but now he's right. Feel he Saban for the first time as as a professional feels like the man. Yes. Let him keep feeling like the man for a little bit. And I tell you what, and we'll get off the cruise in just a second, folks. <laughs> But we talk about the distinction between an NBA player and a G League player, and I do—I mean this in the most um, endearing way imaginable. Dave is a hooper, and as a G League player, and that's—it's just that. That's it's fine. just that. Yeah, there are levels. There's college basketball. There's the G League. 
blank, blank, blank. But he does he, he does dribble like a stick figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got the Josh Giddy syndrome. He, <laughs> the Franz Wagner. He, Shout Franz, out to Vag- Franz. Franz Wagner is the one who dribbles like Greg Heffley. That's my I, favorite I, joke. I owe Franz an apology. I didn't. I didn't think stop, he had this in him. Stop. He's stop. been balling. He scores a lot. He's been balling. He can't dribble. He's get. He's finding a way to put the ball in the net. You know he's who balling. can dribble and can dribble on some of the NBA's best and toughest defenders and give them buckets in a clutch? Kadrick Cunningham the fourth. That little. Has he? Uh, cross that he had on OG. Oh, the cross for the basket. And then he yeah. finished with his with his offhand, and he yeah. used the glass. Stop. Yeah. yeah. The Hezzy he put on Barnes, and Barnes just Ooh. grabbed his jersey after. Ooh. That was nasty. Uh, Casey, uh, something about crying in his milk. Great Caseyism. Don't remember what the quote one. was. Yeah, he great. said any, any superstar that scored 10 points would be crying in his milk, but Cade was the happiest one in the locker room because <laughs> they won. The uh, – don't let don't let Kill start doing those three point celebrations. Yo, he was. They got he, him started. They got they got Kill started. Yeah, it's he over. Was, I've never seen him like animated after buckets. He was Ooh. he was. High. Where do we we can touch on Cade just because that do the be Rockets quicker. thing because we haven't talked about that. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, well, let's agree on this first and foremost because um, we texted about it. Yeah, Jalen's dunk was objectively awesome. Was there a little bit in me that was like, man, get this guy, get him, you know? Yeah, of course, because yeah. you know, it's a nice I, take. I love electric basketball more than anything else, yeah. and plays like that are sick. Plays yeah. like that are why Jalen Green is awesome. And the best part about it, that was the last time that Jalen scored yeah. because Kalen locked Kalen, Cade locked go. his ass up for the fourth quarter, forced and, two air balls yeah. on him, and, and then he, the, the final thing was the quote at the end of the game. Yeah, Cade won the game. They they both. Had solid performances scoring the ball, and then Cade won the press conference too. Mm. So, uh, what are we now? Is it two? Is it three? Cade Green one. You what get the, no- the- Cade has got the number oh, one. Oh, because he got the first pick. <laughs> yeah. So Cade, sure. and then summer league. Would you give that to? The Cade only- had that. Cade had the crossover. Well, here's why I would say that Cade won summer league is because ain't nobody remember anything else that happened in that game Except other than Jalen got crossed. So K three, K three, Jalen zero right now. You don't think the blow by is a full point? Nah, because we won the game. Nah, and then if so, then the press conference is a point because that thing blew up. Yeah, let's just do three zero then. You're right. Yeah. Let's just do three zero. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that game was two bad teams uh, going <laughs> back and forth. I don't really want to spend. Yeah, I think we covered what we needed to on the Houston game. Sure, sure. Uh, it was not a well. Jeremy, house. Jeremy in that third quarter. Jeremy went off. Yeah, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. 20, Jeremy went what, off. like nineteen or something. Nineteen or twenty three in the third quarter. I think it was nineteen. Yeah. Jeremy went off. Um, and then in the Toronto game for Cade, uh, yeah, didn't play great leading up to the fourth, but didn't play terribly. Some bad passes, but I think it shows like the make. Like it shows what's there, and I mean he's a guy that. Sets guys up until the end when it's time to score, and he wants the ball in his hands, and he goes scores. And yeah, I think that's exactly what Pistons fans wanted to see. That's exactly the type of player the Pistons needed and need. Um, what kind of candy are you eating on? <laughs> it is a Kana Kenna cannabis infused sativa cherry gummy. Oh, okay. So this will be a fun ten minutes, listeners. Let's see if. 
He it goes takes, off the rails. It takes like 90 minutes for it to activate. That's why I'm taking it now, so that way when I'm done editing the show, I'll be ripped. Okay. All right. We'll see how this goes when I get back. Uh, his and hers as our podcast on X. <laughs> so, yeah, Cade, uh, I mean, yeah, came through in the fourth, hit some big buckets. Killian, though, let's talk about Killian. Um, well, do you want to... Because we talk a lot about Cade. I was going to ask if this is the time to do that dude or just some guy. Let's wait till after we do the Killian thing. Okay. I mean, first of all, let's start here. Kid's shooting 43% from three. And he's shot in 30 times. Uh, it's averaging almost three a game. Is that sustainable? I don't know. I I, I, I like to look at kind of like what Dwayne said, 20 games to, to believe in it. Uh, so we're almost there. But, I mean, he's getting more spot-up shots. It's more feet-set jumpers. And we saw last year, even with the shooting numbers down, that he hit those shots decently, and now he's hitting them better than decently. So but he here's – I tell you what. He did – I think he's done it three times. It was one against the Bucks. I think there was one against the Rockets. I think those one I don't remember. Those, like, falling away in the corner, like running baseline threes yeah. that he's hit what, – He's hit a few of those this season. That's not sustainable. He's just yeah. throwing something up and it goes in. No shot. Yeah, those ones are those ones are just like in a groove. But he's hitting the spot up opportunities, the wide open ones, and that's what they need him to do. Um, his passing has been great, as you saw last night. He finally got a bunch of assists because guys hit shots, but he's his potential assists are high. Uh, defensively, the last few games in particular, like he's just been all over it, all over the field, making all over the field. What the hell? All over the court, uh, just doing a bunch, rebounding really well. Um, even like he's going to the hole how you want him to go to the hole. It's not going in um, or it's getting blocked, but he's going to the hole, get, looking for contact, get not fading away that often. I think Killian's starting to figure it out. Um, and I – He's doing the things that when this rebuild reaches a point where it's time to like really push it, if he's still around, he does the winning type plays, like yeah. the winning type stuff, and he's fine with it, like playing defense, rebounding, making the right read. He's not trying to get the flashy stuff, like, and that's you need guys like that. Um, and I think he's starting to figure it out. I I think it is a. I think it's very important that they drafted a guy with that type of mindset. They have a bunch of those guys right now. Um, a guy who's not really caught up in being the star or trying to um, – or jealous of bringing in another guard at the number one pick who's, uh, I guess you would say, more of the poster boy right now. Killian's doing everything that Dwayne is asking of him, doing all the dirty work all over the place. Um, he's At the end of the day, he's, he's playing winning basketball. And that's all you can ask of him. And he's been he's been solid, like yeah. not just like, oh, Killian's like doing some things like he maybe overhyping. Like he's been solid NBA player for like the last week and a half. It's it's been crazy. Like um, I think the tweet that you quote tweeted me on was when I said that he had Dean Wade in prison, and you were yeah. like, no, that was jail. No, no, no you so, said so, jail, and I, I said, said prison. Jail, you said prison. Yeah, because um, that's the one thing I always forget about him, dude. It's he's, prison. You say prison. prison. You say prism every prison. time. No, I don't. I say prison. Say, say it again. Say prison. I put him in. Say I put him in jail and do it. Killian Hayes put Dean Wade in prison. Now you're doing it, but usually you say prison. No shot. No All shot. Right, we're gonna have to listen back. The thing that always I always forget about him is that he's six five, so he can defend yes. multiple positions, and he's quick enough. He's to strong to actually do it. Yes. Um, 
here's a take. I wonder if the Pistons being as dysfunctional as they had been early on in the season offensively, if that helped Killian in his shot selection because he's like, shit, if nobody else is going to do it, I might as well hunt some shots. If nobody else can score, like maybe I can't either, but I at least got to try, right? Because we saw him get like noticeably more and more and more aggressive. I wonder if that was a product of – it was probably a little bit of both where it was like the coaches being like, hey, look at all these like areas of opportunity – and also one of the biggest areas of opportunities that literally no one else can score. So, like, what do we have to lose? I think that could be a little bit of it. I think just naturally, like, oh, I'm open. Like, I'm going to shoot this. Or I see a lane, I'm going to go. Like, I also think that's just growing confidence with him. Um, but, yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I just think he's getting more comfortable. Like, the dude mm-hmm. hasn't even played 50 games yet. Mm-hmm. And, every again, everybody wants to make overarching opinions of people so fast. It's like... This is the best version of Killian we've seen this last week, and yes, he still hasn't played a full NBA season, so technically he's still a rookie. Like, just relax. He might not. It might not work out, but let's at least wait. I have a question. Yeah, you just said it. You said it last week. You said it earlier in this episode. Hell, you said it two weeks ago, three weeks ago. You tweet about it. All the beat guys do. How many games does Killian have to play before we stop saying he's only played this many games? You know what I mean? If he gets to 82 on it played on his career, are we done saying the guy's only played 75 games in his NBA career? Yeah. Is uh, it 50? How many games do we have to get to before that's a talking point? I think it's 82. A full <laughs> okay. NBA season. So, like, February, yeah. we can stop talking about how many games Killian has played. He'll officially have been a second-year player. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to ask that. Um, <laughs> no, it's no, been great. I, I, that's a good point. That's a good point. But – legitimately he's only played like 45 games or 50 right games. now i still think it's fine yeah i still think it's acceptable but the there question has, has to be a point the question yeah. has to be asked are we going to be in his third season the guy's only playing 185 games like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some slack like, relax. yeah, yeah. Right. no I agree. I agree um one thing about Cade that makes me mad you ready yep sometimes he just doesn't when he like takes a jumper he'll take a 27 footer and the dude he does it'll go in I'm not actually, like, mad mad about it. It just drives me insane. Sometimes he doesn't elevate at all, and his release point is literally by his, like, ear. Not by yeah. his ear, but the same height as his ear. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, so that's what they want to work on. Yeah, it's definitely the release point. Uh, when I talked to his brother for that story I did, he said that that was, like, the – I was like, do you do you try to tweak any – like, when you're trying to prepare a guy to go to the NBA and be the number one pick, like, how much do you actually, like, change – you don't want to like completely strip a guy of what he's learned. He's like, yeah, he's like, if we could, if we have time, we're slowly kind of working on it. His release could be a little low at times. Mm-hmm. And I think Dwayne said that, said that has said that on the record before. And that's something that they've talked about. But um, I mean, yeah, he gets it off. Like he hasn't had a shot blocked. I can't recall. Maybe like, well, it's cause he's, yeah, he's so you when you're six, eight, I'm sorry. When you're six, six, you can <laughs> shoot over the top of anybody, which yeah. uh, he didn't have to do that. Instead, he just put KD and OG and Ananobi in the weight room. That yeah, he did. I yeah, he, the KD drive was nice. KD hit, hit him, hit the ref with one of the off arm. You gotta call that. Yeah, the OG uh, one was nice. Kade's smooth, man. He's smooth with rock. The KD comments after the game, I was like, we got one. I was like, we got one of those guys <laughs> that other players will now compliment. We did yeah. it. We, yeah. we got one of those now. All right, I would like now like to introduce a new segment to the Bunny Cardigan. Uh, this one is called That Dude or Just Some Guy. Okay. Are you? Do I need to explain the rules, or are they pretty self-explanatory? Uh, it could go either way, but I just want to let's just go in blind. I am going to name a player, and you have to tell me: Are they that dude, or just some guy? Okay, and this is around the league. 
No, this is for Detroit. Oh, okay. We, I'll give you one bonus league one. All right. But that'll be at the end. Killian Hayes, that dude or just some guy? Ooh. I mean, it's too early to tell. Like that, that, dude, that glowing review, but now we don't know. Maybe he's just some guy. Right now he is. Like he's got to, there's got to be consistency. Like I'm going to be honest, everybody on this team is some guy right now. You got, <laughs> as you are currently feeling. They're 3 and 11. Based off of their most recent performance. Oh. Oh, I mean, Killian's on top of the world after that. You almost had a triple double. Think he's that dude. After, if we're going off his most recent performances, performance, yes. Okay. Agreed. Hard sure. agree. Yeah. Cade Cunningham, that dude or just some guy? I mean, that dude, when the game was on the line, he made some big buckets. You want to talk about um, the thing that was as good as advertised was his confidence in the clutch. No yeah. moment that's too big for Cade Cunningham. Yeah. I talked about that after the Brooklyn game. Like, yeah. the, couldn't hit a three. Then he stepped into two of them. And then he was like, like, oh, he, Patty like Mills, he had made 20 small. before. Yeah, exactly. Like, He's, you got to oh, have that's, Oh, Kevin that's Durant, big. too small. Like, <laughs> little uh, man. Sadiq Bay. Right now, that dude or just some guy? Sadiq has struggled. He's trending towards just some guy right now. <laughs> I think in the grand scheme of things, he is that guy. But right now, I think he's just some dude. But I would also say, like, his two steals in the early fourth or late third, like, where the, was the turning point. Mm-hmm. In the, like, he made some big plays. Yeah, I'm not – well, defensively, is I think he still has the wherewithal to be yeah. a very impactful player for us. But off, he's just – his shot's just not – His shot's not falling, yeah. Um Right now he's some guy, but some I guy. Wow. but I think of the three you've named, he's been that dude now much longer. This one's a little tough because you also have to take role and context into it. Trey Lyles, um, I, I, he, I mean, he's definitely some guy, but I, I he's think... played he's played okay. My barometer for it, if it were like you know, like the gas meter thing, yeah, I'm a, right I'm a middle. little bit, I'm a little bit towards that dude, like one I'm, p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah about one o'clock. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm like at with Trey Lyles. I'm about yeah, about yeah. one o'clock. Yeah. Um, I don't. Jeremy's Jeremy's been playing really well recently. Yeah, he's had his moments of, uh, and people talk about the offense that the Pistons run. I'm of the belief that a lot of it is guys, a combination of guys not necessarily knowing what to do or forgetting what to do and guys just hijacking things. And we've talked about that with Jeremy. Like, I guess one of the big critiques on him is the isolation stuff instead of through the flow of the offense. Sure. Um, But he's had a better last week and he's had some big moments. Obviously the Rockets game, he had some big moments in that Raptors game. I think slowly, but surely Jeremy's starting to get closer to uh, the guy we saw last year. I mean, he's been there. He got there this week. Started a little rocky to start the year, but he's hitting big shots. Um, he's getting a monster block a game. Yeah, and he's been good defensively. I mean, Jeremy's been good this year, but and the, I told you, I think the thing is, real quick. I just think the thing with Jeremy is there's, it's so close to being like really good. It's almost like less is more with him. Uh, but you also want him to do more because it's better for the franchise if he if it something clicks. It's also better for uh, trade stuff if something clicks. Like you just, you want the guy to be the best. He's so close to being in that tier of like, uh, like a. It's, right now, I'd say he's a third tier guy, close to a second tier guy. But 
If he does less, it's probably better for the team. It's He's in a weird spot, but, uh, yeah, he's had a good week. I told you this the other day. I think he has one of the strongest push-offs in the league. That dude's forearms are insane. He's wiry strong, and his leaping and his length. It's just how long he is. Pause is ridiculous. I asked this to Twitter. Didn't really get the responses that I was looking for. Uh, SGA does this. Josh does it. Kill does it sometimes. Blake did it. in. He still does it now, but he did it like every game a few years ago, 2018-19. When you do one... Uh, arm sleeve and one leg sleeve do you want them to be on the same side of your body or on different sides of your body so like left arm right leg or like left arm left leg do you get what i'm saying i feel like i would do opposite i feel like both on one would feel weird like i need you need balance i think visually i love like in 2k i always do that look because i love that look with the, the shortest of the shorts as you can go and I always – I hate when, like, SGA will sometimes do the same side. And it just, to me, looks like you forgot the other half of your uniform. That's the <laughs> only reason I don't like it. Also, yeah. uh, Cade needs to stop looking like a 60 overall and get some accessories. <laughs> That's really What accessories do you want Cade to have? Sleeve? If he does just the sleeve with the length of shorts that he has, good. If the comp- This is how I know that your short lengths are appropriate. If I can see the compression shorts underneath. If I can't see them, your shorts are too long. You got to trim those. We got to the stuff fans care about, like how cool their player looks. Yeah, like Killian's hairdo. It's so funny. It's such a yeah. It's so two K ish. My player ish. Killian will. He doesn't. He always rocks at. I'd say ninety five percent of the time, Killian rocks something. At least one thing. It's usually always a leg sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. If if yeah. Um. He's done just a shooting sleeve a few times. Uh. Cade. My favorite thing that you pointed out uh, was in his first four games, wore four different jerseys. Yeah. That, that was, was the most, like, Darren Ravel stat. Shout out to Austin Drake. Oh, did he point that out? He fed that to me, yeah. Ooh, okay. Shout, shout out to Drizzy. Um, okay, that was – oh, I give you. I was going to give you your bonus ones. That's right. Uh, I was going to give you Miles, but I'm not going to do that. unless That you know, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's it? Okay. What are we talking about? Uh, Paul George, that dude, possibly an MVP balling. I mean, behind miles bridges. Yeah. John Morant right now. Also another MVP. He's balling, but Memphis, when they lose, they lose bad. We were talking about that today on basketball, but it's like their losses are by like, I think they only have one loss. That's not double digits. Oh, is that real? Yeah. They've been getting their butts kicked in when they lose They're six and seven, but when they lose, they lose bad. Franz Wagner, that (laughs) dude. Hooping. Stop. I owe him an apology. I thought it would suck. This is Shout like, out to this rookie class. Like, oh. Mobley's come in and been good. I expected Cade to, like, I mean, be good. Uh, but I'm saying I didn't expect Mobley to be good right away. Didn't expect Franz to be good right away. Um, I didn't expect Scotty Barnes to have any offensive game right away. I didn't expect um, – uh, what's my man's name? I did, Giddy. I, did, I thought he – like I said, I thought he'd be back in Australia – by episode 52 of the Bun and Cardigan. Um, shout out to this rookie class, man. I don't know if there's any – I mean, there's a few – I mean, Mobley looks ridiculous, but Let I just think there's a this. lot of good NBA players in this class. If they redrafted the entire league right now, they did a fantasy draft. Someone said start a new mm. franchise fantasy draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do any of these rookies go in the first round? Yes. yes. Mobley does. I think he goes first. Before anybody in this class, I mean. First, that's that's fair. I think Cade would probably go in the first round too. Yeah, I think they both would. I think Mobley would get drafted first though. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. Having a mobile big like that who yeah. can do one, he could two, three, be a four, mix everything. Of, he could be <laughs> he could legitimately be a mix when he puts weight on of Anthony Davis and Giannis. And then that's they Paul said Ray. I was a madman. You, but I'm mad at you for flaking out at the toward the end as we got toward the I end. You should have you should have lived with that one, man. You could be talking so much shit right now. I, but I no, but I because I don't I don't want to because I love Kate. And I'm very content. Yeah, as you should, did. as you should. It's two, I, it's been a month. I was very appreciative of Zach Lowe publicly confirming that it was between Cade and Evan, not Jalen, for number one. That made me feel very good. Yeah, and, tr- and it made me trust Troy a lot because I was like, "Cool, so you're not a dumb person. Cool, <laughs> you're very I smart." Think, I think I said it on the air or I reported it. I think Evan was the last one to visit of the three visit Detroit. Yes, I, and I once I learned that, I knew that that said something to me. And he gave us a workout. Yep, he was the last. I think draft was Wednesday. He was there Tuesday, or draft was I don't remember what day the draft was. Draft was Thursday. Okay, I think he was there Monday. He yeah. was the last one. Remember when, uh, and you still might have been right, but now that it happened, we're never going to believe it. Because remember when Cade was here at a Tigers game, and everybody was like, no, they bring all the players to Tigers games, blah, blah. We were like, yeah, but it's Cade, and blah, blah, blah. And now we, we drafted him, and yeah. Remember that, how cool that was when he showed up at a Tigers game, and we were all really excited about that? And now he's on our basketball team. Remember that? I remember that. Yeah, he was at a Tigers game, and now he's on your basketball team. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of people can say that, but I can. Cade Cunningham is on my basketball team. He is. Feels really good. James, uh, something uh, interesting happened to you. You learned this over the last few days. Yes. Are we talking about COVID thing? Wild segue, but yes, we are. Yeah. Shout out to uh, – the only reason we're talking about it is because he made it public on Twitter. Uh, shout out to Omari Sankofa, who covers the Pistons for the free. He tested positive uh, – when we got back from the trip and I was at, I actually traveled with him. Uh, we had the same flight home. I mean, and we were on the road together. So um, my tests have come back negative. So I'm good. Um, and I know he called me literally. I had just driven back from the airport, parked my car at my house. And he called me and said, Hey man, like I couldn't, I just tried to eat something on the way home and I couldn't taste it. He's like, you should just go get, he said he got checked. He tested positive and he, he said you should go get checked so i did and i was good um but yeah uh, hopefully you're good amari um and yeah so knock on wood that uh me rod or johnny or anybody else that came in contact didn't have it uh doesn't have it but it's amari seems like he's fine we uh yeah okay cool so everyone's all right yes so so far is he uh is he gonna be able to come out to L.A. Will be is he in, is he in health and safety protocols for? Yeah, I mean he is. We are and like as a group. Yeah. Um, like I have to get another test today, and uh, maybe another one later in the week just to make sure to be yeah. back around and everything. Uh, I'm curious with him because he could be ten days or it could be fourteen. Wow. Uh, ten would put him right his our flight, but we're both leaving on Thanksgiving to L.A. Uh, 10 days would put him right there. And I think that's the CDC con- is 10 days from your first symptom. So Could that be. would put him right at Thanksgiving. Um, and if it's 14, yeah, he would have to miss a little bit of it. Mm. So I think he'll find that out soon. You know what reminded me of? Send your send your wishes to Amari if you listen to this. Yes. 
Friend of the show. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the Got podcast. a burner, too, from the wing. Stop. Do you want to address it? Do you want to address the fact that I listen? I know you're gonna go. I know you're gonna do the clothes thing. I just want to give you the floor to address why you were a foot inside of the three point line instead of just taking the three. Oh, for sure. Um, let's see. I hadn't stretched. I had a long sleeve shirt, a hoodie, and a flannel on with tight jeans and loosely tied dunks. Um, I had not shot on an NBA floor since uh march of 2020 Mm. so no i was not trying to pull anything and i also knew we were being recorded and i felt comfortable with the 18 footer i missed the first two that's fine shit looks pretty still third one went in 810 what's up yeah matthew said uh i told you this he sent me the video and he's like they're all getting a bucket stop anytime anybody wants to play i'll put money i'll put a hundred dollars at half court you don't mean that. 200. Anybody from Pistons Twitter. I'm trying to think who. Y'all, could... you guys, like people like to get jokes off, but I'm legitimately in there <laughs> with four layers of clothes on and my jumper still looks good. It just, I missed the first two. The third one went in. I, Let me get hoop clothes on and it's over. I got you. You were in your feelings, your feelings a little bit. With what? Because I was like, he's just like me. And I tweeted a video of me bricking a three. <laughs> I didn't say you, anything to you. You said relax in all caps. Each letter was spaced out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Relax. Nah. I had you pressed. Nah. James well, was fighting I'll, I'll for be, his life in my mentions. I'll be seeing you in a week and a half. We can hit the, I've always wanted to hit the, uh, the courts on Venice. Oh, we gotta go all the way down there. You running a car while you're out here. I'm not paying for that lift. All right. Well, never mind then. Sure. Fine. We'll go out there. We'll play we'll it. We'll play at Staples. It's 90 degrees today. I know it's supposed to be in the '60s. When Y'all I got. There. I'm I'm seeing all these tweet people are like, "Oh, we got the first snow," and I'm like, yeah. "I don't know what that is." Yeah, Pass. it's trash, and it's supposed to be like sunny the rest of the. You know how Michigan weather is. Uh, all right. Last thing we wanted to talk about today is something that we just straight up haven't mentioned on the show because I'm a bad friend, James. Like yeah. a month ago, you finally got a dog. Have we not told people at all on here? We haven't mentioned it one time. Really? Once. Yeah. Um, my girlfriend got a puppy, which means I have a puppy. Oh, see, so you were like me when you were like, yeah. no, we can't have a dog. And then you end up with a dog. Yeah. I told her I'm not, I don't like uh, dogs enough to get one and to pay money for one. I was like, if you pay for it, we can get it. And she paid for it. So we got it. <laughs> his his name is Pablo Escobar, AKA Esco. Great um, name. He's a, now he's almost two months, uh, old English bulldog, bad as shit. But he's a sweet dog. He just doesn't listen. Like, he still doesn't know his name. Was he a puppy? Yeah, he's oh, less than two on. months. That's why, yeah. But learn your name. You didn't, know, you didn't know your name in two months. Took you about three years to know your damn name. Yeah, but two months in dog years, he's like damn near driving a car. <laughs> he's got his latest, he has had driver's training last week. He can pay for your uh, Casamigos that you get at LCA. <laughs> he can. Shout out to the Casamigos. No, not shot at Casamigos. No, if you're if you're into getting your life destroyed, drink Casamigos. But if you <laughs> if you value your life, do not drink Casamigos unless they want to pay us. Yes, shout out to Casamigos. Then um, shout out to if Casamigos. you're going to pay us. Yeah, it's been it's, the thing about puppies is 
you have to like watch them 24 7 like if he leaves the room that you're in and i'm like say i'm playing video games or working like i have to like almost get up and make sure he's not eating or peeing like it's just a lot like at least a baby like i can just lay down you know what i mean and it does it can't move or you could do the thing where you have him in the the chest uh, pouch. What is it called? Why yeah, the chest. I know what you mean. The, the, Laz, what is that called? What is the thing? The yeah. harness. It's not a harness. It's 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 called something. It's like a back a baby backpack. Yeah, but it's but it's but there's an actual word. Yeah, for yeah, it. yeah. Laz, hit us with the name for that. We, oh, we see we see you. Insane. We see you in chance out there. Dad of the year. Dad of the year. Father of the year. Podcaster of the year. Shout uh, to Laz. Dean of the year. You're uh, doing it, man. All around Alrighty. good guy. Yeah, everyone. everyone Do you have an album? I actually have an album that I'm really excited about. Ooh, what what just came out? Oh, Silk and probably just Silk and Sonic or Silk Sonic. I mean, <laughs> Silk okay. and Sonic. No, Silk, Silk Sonic. Silk and Sonic. All right, that Taylor that Taylor Swift record was cool. I wish more artists would um, uh, re-record albums. I think that's a really cool thing. What did she? That. What did she re-record? She an re-recorded old album of hers? her uh, red album. Yeah, so like oh, okay. the "We Are Never Getting Back Together" song. She re-recorded that. She added features on some songs too. Um, okay, she got Phoebe Bridgers on there. Phoebe Bridgers had the record of the year last year. You're a big Phoebe Bridgers. Love or... Phoebe Bridgers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm from Taylor Swift to Chris Crack. <laughs> Uh, to, be just, fair, to be fair, I picked Anderson Pock and yeah, and uh, uh, Bruno Mars, yes. Silk Sonic. I'm going with Chris Crack. I just found out about him like a few weeks ago. We exchanged tweets today. Um, oh, my guy, uh, Black Trey on Twitter. Everybody knows Black Trey. Um, they're cool, but he's yeah, Chris Crack. It's like so. I'll, I'll the album I want you guys to listen to is maybe I'll delete this later. Uh, let me make sure that's it. That's my favorite of his many. I think he dropped four this year. Uh, maybe I'll delete this later. Hold on. Let me make sure it's right. Sorry. Because I want you guys to check this out. Um, shoot. No, this is bad podcasting. Might delete later. Chris Crack. Might delete later. Um, if I had to describe him, I would say he's a mix of Absol, Action Bronson, and Danny Brown. Oh, it's right up your alley. Yeah, like I would say he has like a distinct, a distinct kind of like tone to his voice, like Absol, in like a very like rapidy cadence. But he has like humor, like Danny in action. Like one line, he's like, "I wrote this rhyme, butt naked with a do rag and one sock on." <laughs> like there's humor like that, um, but he also has like the stuff like people like there's singy songs on there. Like it's a He's the perfect mix of the underground rap that I like and more like the mainstream like melody. Like he'll go from a sounding like West Side Gun and Griselda to uh like uh, Kendrick like it's I don't know. It's a perfect blend. Chris Crack might delete later. Mm. Uh super dope. Really 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 enjoying him. I'm excited to dive into the rest of his discography. He mm. has a album coming. Actually, I don't know if I can say that out loud. Uh Trace told me this. I don't know if that's known news, but yeah. Do you know why uh, Babytron did the song with Miles? Because he wanted clout? Because he because of how many times people on Twitter asked him to do it. So he was like, oh, I should probably do this, and it would be a good idea. That's what people want me to do. That's what I'm going to do it. So you're I mean, welcome. You can't go, wrong, you can't welcome, go wrong doing a song with the leading 
MVP in the NBA. Uh, also, the the most winningest Grammy artist, uh, Grammy winning artist. Well, that's what winningest means. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this. Hold on, week's who's, episode. who's the Grammy winningest artist? The 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 winningest Grammy artist in NBA history is Miles Bridges. He has a Grammy. No, but he will. Oh, <laughs> like what the hell? Did he ghostwrite something I didn't know about. He write what Big Sean Bar did he write? He was a ghostwriter for um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. This oh joke, yeah, that's right. This joke sucks. I really don't like those. <laughs> Ladies, I was dude last night. I was, I was on like a four-hour like disco playlist. Man, life was wild in the seventies. Anyways, yeah, it was. The, the the gummy kicked in. <laughs> it's all full circle. Remember, remember the gummy, folks? It's kicked in. Just as we're signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very very much for listening. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars. Uh, leave a review. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Generous. Check out the Killian Hayes Q and A on the Athletic. Yes. Go sub to the Athletic. Go subscribe to Buckets. Follow us all across yes. social. Uh, we will catch you guys in the next one.